0: LivingItUp.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, glad to have you with us again today, again uh, on this beautiful day. And we pray that your day has just been awesome so far. And uh, we know you have a choice. And we're glad you tuned in with us. My name is Scott.
1: And I'm Teresa.
0: My lovely wife. And today, we'd like to speak about iFaith. Yes. Probably thinking, what in the world is this dude talking about? I faith. Well, you know what? Let me read the scripture for this message first. Uh, John thirteen fourteen. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. (laughs) Honey, have you ever uh, thought much about the iPhone, iMac, MySpace, Facebook, and iPad?
1: Well, it's very telling, and it tells on us as a society that we tend to be or becoming very self-centered.
0: Yes, it's all about I, I, I.
1: What about me? What about me? What about me?
0: A lot of it comes from the media, you know, and the pop culture, the way that influences our society, uh, to making us um, serve ourselves instead of others.
1: Technology is amazing, and if it wasn't for technology, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. That's
0: right. It's incredible.
1: And... But, you know, it's like anything else. We make it what it is. Right. We're going to abuse it. We abuse it. If not, you know, it's intended to be used for good at all times.
0: That's right. And, and even though you're listening to us on this podcast today, uh, the physical touch and interaction between human beings cannot be replaced by any iPhone, iMac, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So the messages that you hear from us, we pray that you're transferring those over to others that you come into contact with.
1: And I personally believe God did not create us to be an island. If right. that were the case, why in the Garden of, of Eden did he look at Adam and said, it's not good for a man to be alone. That's right. I'm going to make him a helper. He didn't say I was going to make him an iPhone or getting Facebook so he could stay in touch with the rest of the world—a right. a human being that he could touch and feel and have contact with.
0: That's right. And opportunities to touch someone and change the course of their day passes all the time. All the time. Yeah, I mean, just walking down the street.
1: Why is that?
0: We're too—we're too involved with with each other. I'm too—you know—at times I'm just too involved with. What's going on with Scott? You know, I, I'm, I need to go to this destination. And I pass people, uh, I may pass people on a daily basis and just saying hello to them or God bless you or hey, good to see you today may make them totally change the course of their day.
1: And, you know, we always say, and where does it start? The old saying is it starts in your mind. No, it doesn't. It starts in our heart. It's our heart that needs to be changed because out of it the flow the issues of life. Mm-hmm. We we hear reading the word that it says creating me a new heart right. search me O God and know my heart and He tests us and He knows our anxious ways and He tests our thoughts mm-hmm. and so it starts in the heart and so I'm just believing I know in our home that we will continue to examine our hearts and if we need a new heart change of heart that we will be humble enough and willing to ask God to do that for us so we are not only thinking about the kneels.
0: Right, and we don't want to miss the greatest gift that uh, our Lord said that we could give to other people, and that's serving others. I mean, serving others doesn't have to be a mission trip somewhere. It doesn't it has to be something large and extravagant. It could be just laughing. It could be just giving someone a laugh for the day. I mean, I've been known that every once in a while I like to laugh. No. <laughs> You know, I mean I love to laugh, you know, but maybe that laugh, as I admit it, as goofy as it is, might just brighten someone's day.
1: Laughter's a good medicine. Yeah.
0: And so that's serving others.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? And with that thought in mind, picture yourself in the passage that I read above about Jesus washing their feet.
1: Now now if you hear that, just as someone that has no idea what you're talking right. about, you're thinking, eh. I wasn't yeah. created to give pedicures nor foot massages. <laughs> what is he talking about? If you, Some people may even think it's, he hadn't seen my feet. Right. You might want to explain that. Anyway.
0: Yeah, my feet are pretty, yeah.
1: Um, go on. <laughs> Keep moving.
0: Well, anyway, um, well, what that means is in this passage, uh, before Jesus was arrested, he washed the feet of his disciples. And this was basically Jesus telling them that, hey, I am here to serve. Okay. I came down, he came down to make a difference and to show everyone that he is God and he is man. And the ultimate way that he could do that was to wash their feet. Mm -hmm. To say, you know what, yes, I am Lord of the universe, but I also serve you and I love you and you're my sons and and I adore you. And that's what he does to us every day.
1: And we had a clear demonstration of that at our wedding. Mm -hmm. Not to say that our wedding was the wedding of all weddings, but it was very personal. Uh, It was very heartfelt. And we had that particular, uh, in our wedding, uh, that, uh, what am I trying to say? Well, I surprised. Demonstration, yeah. Yeah.
0: I surprised Teresa and and washed her feet. And that was basically to let her know that I'm all in, okay? And that's what Jesus was saying. I'm all in, Okay. And and uh, and I am here to serve you.
1: Mm, people say they hear that story. Did you wash his feet too?
0: Yeah. And, no. Well.
1: <laughs> Actually, Scott refused.
0: Yeah, it might, it might scare her to wash my feet, so I have said no. <laughs> but you might have seen our wedding. It was on TV. It was on viewed by millions. Well a minute. That was the uh, no. That was the recent wedding of Kate and. and uh, <laughs>
1: hey, wrong
0: way. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're that was. they was
1: royal too, but that's a different. That's royal right. Family.
0: But anyway, uh, it was a very special time for me and Teresa in our wedding um, when I did that to look up into her eyes. And that's what I want you just to kind of meditate on right now, okay? Imagine that you're one of the disciples, okay? One of the followers of Jesus. And that you were sitting in this chair... And their feet, if you know anything about that time, era, 2,000 years ago, their feet were nasty. Well, because okay? they
1: walked everywhere. They
0: walked everywhere, and they had sandals, and so it was unmanicured. there were dirty feet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and you look down from your chair, and the Lord of the universe... hmm God
1: Almighty. ...is
0: looking up in your eyes and washing your feet. Mm-hmm. Wow. And with compassion on his eyes, he says to you, we also ought to wash another's feet. Mm -hmm. So what Jesus was telling these disciples was, I am washing your feet. I'm showing you that I'm to serve. But now you need to go wash other's feet. In other words, you need to go tell people about him, about the great I am Mm -hmm. in order to cleanse them.
1: The greatest leader uh, yeah. is a servant first.
0: That's right. And Jesus performed that same act on the cross when he bore his entire body with filth and dirt and stains from our sins. It wasn't called the I cross, honey.
1: The what cross?
0: It was called the cross.
1: Not the I cross or the me right. cross.
0: It, you know, it was all about you and me. And Isaiah 53, 5, it says, But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed.
1: Not that we're going to be.
0: That's right. We are. We are. That's right.
1: It's done.
0: So the great I am is all about you, and it's all about me.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior... We are just moved to serve and tell others. You
1: just want to. It's just a byproduct of surrendering your life over. You become filled with liquid love. And Mm -hmm. uh, you just, it's just an outpouring of gratitude. And for me, I need to examine myself. When I am not wanting to serve other people, i got to look inward and say, what's going on with me? I'm not put here on this earth I don't believe to just pamper my flesh and have a great time, I, that's out of balance. Right. And when I don't want to serve, there's something going on with me. Right. And I need to do business with God and ask him to reveal to me, hey, what, why am I not wanting to serve? Right. After all that he's done for me. That's right. And whenever I do serve, even if it may be just walking across the street and giving my neighbor a hug, mm-hmm. I always feel so much better anyway. That's right. Because I've gotten out of myself.
0: Well, that's what washing your feet is all about. Mm -hmm. Getting out of yourself, forgetting about what it looks like, and doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I was on a young man's retreat not too long ago. And um, there was older men in the faith and younger men in the faith. And at the end of the uh, three days, uh, the older guys, which I guess I'm part of now, And um, we were to wash the young men's feet. Mm -hmm. So we were paired up. And so I was with another older gentleman, and and we were washing these young men's feet, and they were blown away. Mm -hmm. Totally blown away. I mean, we would wash their feet, and they would just start crying. Because maybe their dad had never done that for them. Maybe no one in their life had ever done that for them, or mom, anyone.
1: Well, what would have been a demonstration of that growing up, washing feet? Give give us an illustration.
0: Um, I don't know. I, I guess uh, my mother, you know, I look at her and, and the sacrifice that she always made for me was a symbolism to me growing up of washing someone's feet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She always was there always was was there for a great uh, encouragement for me you know even though i didn't have a father growing up and that was washing of my feet daily mm-hmm. you know and i look back at that and i go wow thanks mom mm-hmm.
1: she was serving you
0: she was serving me
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and so and she had a choice yeah she so, didn't have to
1: well there was a two-parent home serving can look at something something totally different that's right i had a two-parent home and if you were to ask me that back then i would think how how would it be my parents were washing my feet back then? Well, just the fact that um, they loved me. Yeah. Just the fact that mom was always there to, when I came home from school. hmm Or I knew dad was going to be home at 6.30. And when he came home, you know, it was family time. Right. That was serving us. That was showing, you know, this is us. This is who we are. We love you. Yeah.
0: Well, at the end of this retreat, um, I mean, at the end of the uh, washing of the feet of the young man, the, the man that was paired up with me, everyone was getting finished, and I looked at him, and I asked him, I said, would you do me the honor and the privilege of allowing me to wash your feet? And this man was in his uh, late 50s, and as, as I was removing his shoes and his socks, and washing his feet. I I don't believe I've ever seen a man cry as much as I saw this man cry. Hmm. Because not only did the washing of the feet cleanse his feet, there was a lot of things in his life I think were cleansed at that time. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. It had everything to do with Jesus Mm -hmm. because that small voice was whispering in my ear, you need to wash his feet. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, are there people around you today that you may want to wash their feet.
1: <laughs> Who don't have such lovely feet. That's right. Who don't have such lovely speech. I mean, they yeah. don't say such lovely things to you. That's right. Especially when uh, maybe we have a spouse that comes home at the end of the day and they're not too lovely.
0: You know, we hope these words um, inspire you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, just to spread the good news to a neighbor, to a friend, to a family member, a co-worker anyone who will listen okay and by doing that, is just by demonstrating God's love
1: mm-hmm.
0: that has nothing to do with beating them over the head with the gospel that does nothing but drive people away mm-hmm. they'll run faster than you can talk to them just love them mm-hmm. for who they are where they are at the time and they'll they'll say you know what I want what you got how in the world can you love me after I just did this to you?
1: You know, between the two of us, we've always talked about how, and more so recently, how you and I are really drawn to the ones that seem to be outcasts, that seem to be mm-hmm. the ones that might be a little weird to the way, you know, <laughs> normal society as they would think of themselves. See this, these people, or yeah. someone who doesn't get a lot of attention. Maybe they're not the most lovely. Yeah, And we tend to seek them out yeah. And love on them. And it is amazing how that just, you know, changes the way they are feeling. That's true. And their whole demeanor. And just, yeah. we, you know, made their day.
0: Well, the reason why I, I felt comfortable with that is uh, I know that I was in some ways an outcast growing up. Mm. You know, I knew that uh, um, at that time when I was growing up, divorce wasn't as prevalent. Yeah. And so I had all my friends around me with with dads and two parents and and so I because I, you know I, I felt like an outcast. Right. And so um, we all at times feel like an outcast. Yes. Okay. But I you know I assure you and please trust God that you're not. Mm-hmm. Okay. You you're only cast you got is a God cast. Mm-hmm. Okay. And He's cast it and He's reeling you in. Mm-hmm. Okay. To with His love. Mm-hmm. And Philip, you know, in Acts. Chapter 8, 26 through 40, he had a chance to uh, to talk to an Ethiopian eunuch who had never heard about Christ, and in turn, he baptized him, and, and he gave his life to Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it's all about. You and might
1: not be traveling around down the road and see right. a, a eunuch that needs <laughs> someone to tell the gospel to, but... You can certainly see someone in your everyday circumstances that might just need a kind word. Yeah. What about that person at Starbucks that serves you coffee? Every time you go in and even knows what it is that you order, yeah. thank them, show gratitude, give them a tip, give yeah. them a hug, call them by their name. Yeah. Have you ever noticed someone's facial expression will change when you call them by their name? Right. I'm amazed at that. I notice that all the time. I will make it a point to look at someone's name tag when they're serving me, whether they're bagging my groceries or putting my clothes in the car from the dry cleaners, or again Starbucks, whatever. And actually, because they're so busy, and they've been, you know, they've been told behind the scenes, keep moving, keep moving, get these people in and out, get their money, get their change, keep them moving. And so that's their focus. But when our name is the sweetest thing in the world for us to hear is yeah. our own name. They are just. They're just amazed at that, that someone would even take the time to say their name or even to look to see what it is.
0: And I do believe that comes from the scriptures. that Jesus knows every hair on your head, and he knows your name. Mm-hmm. And I believe that really that's affects uh, that affects somebody, um, that, that you call him by name, when that comes, from, that comes from God. And I want
1: to challenge everyone out there that's listening to this. Make it a point this next week, when you go somewhere into a public place and someone that's serving you Look at their name tag and call them by their name. Whether it's, hey, John, how you doing? Or, hey, you know, Ashley, thanks for serving us. You're doing a great job. Or, you know, hey, Bill, what's going on with you? Or, wow, you're doing a great job, Mark. Thank you. They're just, I'm sure, I'm tr- just do it. Just do it and, yep. and see what I'm talking about.
0: That's all part of washing their feet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so we want to, um, never want to miss the opportunity. Um, for those of you who are listening who, Maybe you've never given your life to Jesus. And those of you that have have maybe and and walked away from the faith. We never want to miss an opportunity that you would uh, come back to him or give your life to him. So, Father, thank you for this time we've had. Thank you, Lord, for everyone who's listening on this podcast. May you bless them, Father, and their families. And, Father, for those who have never given their lives to you, Father, we we just pray they pray this prayer. Jesus, come into my life. Be Lord of my life and love me. I give my life to you. In Jesus' name, Amen.
1: Now if you pray that prayer, please email us. Yeah. Go to our website at livinginup.org and email us at info at and let us know about that.
0: Yeah, any prayer request you may have.
1: Yeah, the angels are rejoicing.
0: Yeah, and, and any like I said, any prayer request also, email us. And it's, a, it's a privilege and an honor to pray for you so Lord we thank you and uh, we thank you for everyone who tuned in today and uh, we love y'all and we can't wait to talk to you tomorrow
1: have a great day and keep living it it up